Time now for the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular with Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, and Mike Kegley. And we are on the air. Let's kick off this 2023 season. Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley. Brad Sturdy, we've got uh, Joshua Ewing also working audio for us. We appreciate him making us sound good. Uh, week one, and here we go. It is uh, the 11th ranked Longhorns uh, taking on Rice. Um, look, I mean, this is a game that, uh, let's just fa- let's face it, Longhorns should win this game and uh, get ready to take on uh, the Big Bad Tide next week. Yeah, it's it's one of those games you got to make sure they stay focused on the task at head, which, uh, head, which is Rice. I mean, you can't beat Alabama until... The next week, right? I mean, if you're going to do that, but I, I think for Texas, this is the game they just want to get, get sharp, get right, so they're ready to play against uh, the number four ranked Tide in week two. And you know that's not an easy way to start your season. Um, but I, I think with Texas, at least they have, you know, the quarterback position is, is solid. And when you have that, you know, you you feel good, you got that leadership at the quarterback position. Really helps you in a game that could be a trap game or could be a time when you overlook an opponent. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing, and I know this sounds bad, but you just kind of hoping to avoid the key injury. You know, you you don't want to come out of there with a hurt quarterback. You know, uh, Ewers has been. uh, I'm not saying he's been injury prone, but he's he's not necessarily been Lou Gehrig either. Um, and so I, I think you just want to come out of this healthy and and maybe knock pieces of rust off because, man, next week Alabama is going to try to set a tone for 2024, and uh, Texas is going to want to you know be playing very good football. Yeah, you know, fair to say it's a season unlike any other for Texas football. As you mentioned, the final year in the Big Twelve. Um, you know, obviously spent a lot of time in the Southwest Conference way back in the day. Uh, Big 12. Actually, they are, you know, favored to win the Big 12. It's the first time they've been the preseason favorite to win this conference since 2009. Their final year in the league before they go to the SEC along with Oklahoma and uh, make that uh, a 16-team conference over there. And as you mentioned, Alabama, the big bad tide coming from the West Division over there. Uh, they will be playing them next week. But right now, it's the Owls of Rice and uh, Coach Steve Sarkeesian talking about this week one matchup earlier this week. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think it's kind of embodying the whole team, but th- they kind of get the brunt of it. You know, I always try to talk to the older players a lot early on so that the younger players recognize we're coaching everybody. Uh, and the reality of it is, like I touched on it at media days, you know, um, we've put in a lot of work over three years, and those older players have been here for this journey. Yeah, they, they've been here for, for five and seven. They were here a year ago after a, a couple tough losses, a couple big wins. Um, and now, you know, what? how do we want the movie to go this year? You know, and then what are they willing to do to set the stage to write that script so that movie can play out? And um, with that, you have to understand your footing. And like I touched on at media days, like I get it, guys. We're the University of Texas, all right? We're not the fan favorite outside of the state of Texas. I recognize that. We're not the fan favorite when we get out of Austin. Uh, but there's a lot of pride in wearing this across our chest. And we need to recognize that. We need to, we need to as I've said before, and I know we're going to probably ask, get asked about it, we got to embrace the hate. Like you, you can't just sit back and keep taking punches and, and, and it's just okay, at some point, you have to go hunt 
you have to you have to punch back and you have to fight back and and that's what we're imploring our our veterans to do our leaders to do is that every time we take the field our opponent's going to get our best shot we may get theirs we may not we can't control that but we need to we need to be sure that they get our best shot Steve, you talked about Mike Bloomgren's club and the fact that they're hard-nosed and tough. These multiple fullbacks, tight ends. Is there anything that Rice does offensively that may possibly prepare you for what you may see next week against Alabama? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, they, they got great schemes. You know, Coach Bloomgren, his staff do a tremendous job in all three phases. Um, you know, they, they're going to tax you. They're going to try to exploit your weaknesses like any good coaching staff would. So we, we need to prepare for, for what they're going to provide and, and get ourselves ready to play. Back in the middle, back Noah. Hey, Coach. Early season last year, you were talking to your players about you only get 13 or so opportunities, so many at home. Do you feel that sense of urgency now that it's game week for, from your guys? For sure. Uh, I think our guys are really excited. <laughs> you know, like I, I just got done talking to them. You know, as much as we're excited to play on Saturday, we need to be. We need to do a great job this week of being present today, and we need to focus on today. Saturday will come soon enough. We need to be present today, and we need to be taking in all the information today, and then go out and try to do it tomorrow. And so um, we're, we're excited. You know, our guys have worked really hard, and so you know, ultimately, I want them to play really well. And so my job as the coach is to prepare them to play well. Uh, and them understanding, you know, Saturday's a few days from now. So let's let's focus on where we're at. Let's be present today. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning. Um, you've done a great job, obviously, of building up the, the roster, so you were able to have a lot of intense battles during training camp. But specific depth chart question, Coach, you know, I'm kind of curious, who did you end up deciding that would back up Quinn but between Malik and, and Arch? Kind of curious. You also had C.J. Baxter kind of being in the mix and Malik Muhammad and Anthony Hill. I'm just kind of curious as to where those yeah. guys kind of fall in the depth chart. I think, I think one of the cool things about pretty much every – position group that you talked about that's why we practice throughout the week and that's why that that they they come with a real intent to work every every day you know Malik and Arch right now you know that they're both doing well and so you know who do we feel like come Thursday is is the guy that kind of earned that that opportunity to be the backup this week that'll that'll be who the backup is the running back position the same. We got a lot of information to still take in here these this first few ball games. And so that's kind of how that position is going to go. And and the corner position really too. Like I said, we we've got four corners we feel comfortable with in in Ryan and Gavin, uh, Malik and in Terrence. Um, and so for them to to show us throughout the week that they're ready to go and who's ready to play, then we can decide and make the make those tough calls later in the week. On your left, Thomas. Uh, Coach, you've talked about the development of DJ Campbell over the summer. How is he going to factor into the rotation Saturday, and how would you describe his development? Yeah, so he and he and Cole will be in there at right guard. Um, they'll both play, and uh, like I said, I've been proud of DJ. I think not only has he physically matured, I think that he's mentally matured. I think you know when you when you're in the fire a little bit more, you understand the stove is is hot, you know, and so you got to be prepared. And so. Um, you know, I think where he's gotten himself to is that he's earning the opportunity to play. And like I said, he and Cole will both get will both get opportunities on Saturday. You're right. Yeah. This is your first preseason where you didn't have an ongoing quarterback battle after you named Quinn the starter in the spring. What did that allow? Feels you great, to- by the way, not to have all these questions so, about it. Yeah. So, what did that allow you to do as a head coach, maybe for Quinn specifically, and then also maybe program wide? Yeah. You know, I think that um, for Quinn. 
obviously there's a sense of confidence for him, right? That's just natural. That's human nature. But I think it's allowed me to coach him differently um, to, a, you know, where he's feeling like when I'm coaching him, it's coaching him to be the best that he can be and not feel like sometimes that I'm pointing things out that he's doing wrong. And why is he thinking I'm doing something wrong and maybe can get defensive? That's anybody. That's human nature. Um, when in reality, the whole time we're always coaching everybody to, to try to be the best that they can be and, and, and do it right. And so, but I do think there's a level of confidence. I think Quinn and I have gotten to a really cool space um, of, of communication and understanding. Um, I'm able to talk to him about you know, little the, the minutiae in plays and, and in defenses and things going on. And he's worked at it. And I think that he's earned that he's earned those conversations. And in the end, he's applying them. And, and I think as an offense and as a team, we're reaping the benefits of that. Well, I think, you know, he's, he's got the right mindset when you say, you know, the, you know, they have to stay focused on what they're doing. They have to stay focused on rice. And, and, and I, I really think that's the, you know, the key for them. And, and Mike, you made a good point about the injury thing. I, I do think that's interesting. You know, you know, it's, it's always a, when you're playing a game and you know, you're supposed to win, I, I think they're 35 and a half point favorites or something like that. You know, you're supposed to win. You you just want to. It's almost hard to like, as a player, you just go play. But the coaches are thinking, oh, I got to get this guy out because you know we're up by thirty. I got to get him out, and I got to get this guy out. Do I leave my line offensive line in? Do I, you know, how do I get guys playing time, but also make sure they stay healthy? I think that's a finer line than maybe just trying to win the game. Yeah, and the other thing is, you don't want guys playing tentative. You know, they've got to. Because football, more than any other sport, if you're not going full speed, um, there's some there's some real uh, risks that you take there. But as far as as what's going on, you know, you 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 got to get the you got to get the rust off because, man, I I the thing that would be the biggest for me is playing and and this is not trying to knock rice, but playing at the size and speed of rice. And then the next week going to Ohio State, excuse me, I mean, Alabama, it's got to be like, holy cow, these guys are big, they're fast, and you have to be able to adapt. No doubt Texas is athletic as heck, but um, still it's an Alabama that wants to make a point at home. Yeah, Rice uh, coming off a five and eight season, but they actually played in a bowl game uh, because they had a, <laughs> they're smart, high, high APR. So there you go. Um, you know, but Texas, this is a team that, as you mentioned, um, one of these teams that feels they're so much better than their record. They were eight and five last year, uh, lost to Washington in the uh, Alamo Bowl down there, um, you know, in, in Texas as well. Um, but here's the thing about the Longhorns last year um, they lost five games, all by a touchdown or less including the the loss by one point to Alabama, lost to, by seven points to eventual Big 12 champion uh, and college football playoff finalist TCU. So this is a team that, you know, one of those, if the ball bounces a different way, they may be 12-1 and one, and maybe they were in the college football playoff and, and it's a different story going into 2023. Yeah, no question. I think that th there's such a fine line when you're at this level, you know, and that's why, that's why everybody looks at them as a, a top, you know, 12, top 15, whatever team is because they were close last year and you could see that and they do bring back some talent. And this is a team, Sarkeesian, obviously, uh, you know, he did a great job when he was at Alabama and it kind of got his uh, kind of rejuvenated there, I guess. And in, in that Nick Saban, um, you know, old coach, they get rejuvenated Alabama and then they go 
really go, go somewhere else and they, they learn how to do it. But this is a, uh, I, I think this is intriguing when you look at this, a team that, you know, they, they kind of lost a lot of close games. Now, if they, this year's the year when they would take that next step and try and win those close games, they can win those close games. You're looking at a big 12 champion and possibly a college football playoff team. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that, that, Texas fans are probably looking at again, looking to the future, but they first off, they would like to win the final quote, real big 12 championship. Um, and then the other thing I think that a lot of Texas fans would take a lot of satisfaction in is being the boogeyman to Texas A&M all over again. You know, it's like, <laughs> Oh good. We get to do this again <laughs> and setting the tone by by, you know, I mean, it would send a real message to the SEC if Alabama were to get upset at home by Texas. Yeah, imagine them going into uh, Brian Denny and getting a win. Yeah, no question about that. Texas and Rice, again, they uh, kick things off. Texas, uh, the Longhorns, 11th ranked team in the country before they take on Alabama next week. Uh, lots more to talk about that in just a few minutes here. In fact, um, you know, Coach Sarkeesian, uh Going at odds with the Big 12 commissioner, uh, they had an exchange of words. The commish, um, no love for Texas in their final year, and uh, that non-love is reciprocated. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Some other stories going up next year, though. Stay with us. This is the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it. If your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Back here on the show, some other things that caught our eye. Um, you know, we want to, you know, we've, we've discussed before about the Nebraska volleyball program. Um, unbelievable what they did this week 90,000 fans inside the football stadium. Look, folks. There, there are some volleyball programs who get, can't get 900 fans into their games. They're talking 90,000 uh, Wednesday night there in Lincoln. 
Yeah, the pictures of that are just amazing. You know, and I, I, I'm, not, I like Scotty McCreary. I think he's a good artist. I don't think that was the big sell, though. I think it legitimately was Nebraska volleyball. And uh, by the way, the picture with Scotty McCreary is great because he's out there with all the volleyball players, and he looks like, you know, he's like three foot seven next to all those girls. I think he is because they're all like six five. You know, <laughs> so it's uh, but no, it's a, it's awesome. I mean, that's man, they're passionate about their volleyball. It's a big time sport, and they turned a profit. How about that? Who does that? Yeah, it, it's, I, I gotta be honest with you, you know, it, it looks like it, as they showed them putting it together, it's like watching, it's like watching them put together a WrestleMania, you know, where they put up the, they put up the ring and then you see the chairs go up and, and everything. This is always wrestling. Always I know wrestling. this is going to be huge though. I mean, and, and I, um, I, I think it was fantastic to, to watch that and, and what an event, you know, what an event, if you could pull this off, and Nebraska uh, volleyball showed what type of uh, attraction they have to their fans. And we also saw that Nebraska fans are incredibly loyal as well. Yeah, love to see on the uh, undercard, if you will, some other Nebraska universities uh, playing as well earlier uh, in the night. Um, Just exciting and great for women's sports as well. Um, Exciting night in in Lincoln and well-deserved that program. Um, one of the preeminent volleyball programs in the country, if not the uh, program right now. It's a great job by uh, Coach John Cook out there. Um, I want to talk about a little NFL and some quarterback news here. Trey Lance, the big story. You know, you think about all that they gave up to trade up for this guy, right? He was going to be, they weren't sold on Jimmy Garoppolo as their starter for the future, um, even though he, you know, gone to a Super Bowl, right? And didn't think he was the guy. Uh, they give up a ton to get him, to trade up to get him. And then here comes Mr. Relevant, seventh rounder Brock Purdy, right? Steals the starting job away. He was demoted to third string. Uh, Sam Darnold beats him out in camp and now traded to the Cowboys for virtually nothing. Uh, Niners didn't didn't play this very well. No, it's a this is a fleecing. Uh they sent, <laughs> I mean, you know, think about this. They moved up to the number three pick in the draft by trading three first-round picks. I mean, this was like draft day if Kevin Costner couldn't have gotten any of his pick back picks back. I mean, this was like uh, the reality of draft day right here. And then the fact, then the the guy, uh, Vontae Mack, would have been really bad at football. That would have been the draft day that this would have been. So it was, uh, it's just a complete debacle when you think about it. And, and Mike, you got to be happy because Dallas actually got, I mean, it's like a good trade for Dallas. Even if he's not good, it's a good trade for Dallas. You know, I was thinking, why didn't they give a sixth round pick instead of a fourth? But that's Dallas, you know. Um, you know, here here's the amazing thing is the is the Niners gave up three first round picks. And and they they're making a stab at a quarterback they didn't know was good. And they, they thought he was good, but they didn't know, you know, um, and. And they still, despite giving up those three picks, they still have probably the most talent in the NFC. How do you pull that off? I, it's you got to wonder. You know, you pick one or two different guys in there, and how good you know, might they have won a Super Bowl since then? <laughs> how do you really feel? <laughs> yeah, well, look, you, we don't have to worry about. There's a sentence I haven't had to use for 27 years: <laughs> Dallas Cowboys and Super Bowl. <laughs> well, there you go. And uh, why don't I just make it 28 while we're at it? Hey, one also, another I story. think I will. Uh, and you probably <laughs> will. Um, really hate this and just want to, again, put out the best thoughts for a young man named Eric Gilbert. 
Former five-star player, Marietta, uh, Georgia. He was just a phenomenal receiver, tight end, you name it, uh, player for a state championship team. Ran into a lot of problems on his fourth school right now at Nebraska and um, was arrested a few days ago for breaking into, a, allegedly breaking into a vape store and stealing $1,600 um, worth of merchandise. So, you know, Eric Gilbert, the talent, he has NFL talent, um, you know, there was some talk possibly of maybe some mental health things. And um, bottom line, it's one of those things. There's the other side of sports that we don't always hear about. Um, and it's it's uh, it's unfortunate. I want to get that out there. I actually did play-by-play of some of his games at Marietta uh, on the state playoffs level. And um, just wanted to again say, hey, Eric, we're all praying for you. Get things taken care of. Get on the field. Uh, you're out. You're outstanding. Hey, stay with us. Uh, we'll take a break. More to come after this. Attention business owners, have you filed for your employee retention credit and been approved? Are you now waiting for your refund check from the IRS instead of waiting months to a year plus? How would you like to get your ERC money in about 10 days? Now you can. With ERCMoneyUpfront.com, we help business owners that have filed their employee retention credit and been approved to get their money faster. If you're getting between $75,000 and $5 million, we could get you up to a 70% advance on that money in about 10 days. To learn more about how you can get your ERC money faster, call this number right now. Speak with one of our funding specialists and have a text sent to your cell phone with details. 800-279-0419. That's 800-279-0419. This is not a loan product except in California. An offer is not available in the state of Massachusetts. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160-That's 800-390-5160. Listening to the Longhorn Guys Radio Network. Hey, Kyle Christensen with Splash Sports with us now. Kyle, good to talk to you. Um, okay, NFL season's coming up. What kind of games do you have, everybody, to uh, to take part in? Yeah, our two main games is Survivor and what we call Pick X. It's basically pick them without the spread. Uh, for legal reasons, we can't bring in the spread, but. Those are our two main games on Splash Sports, and we found that people just absolutely love it. Are you amazed at how this has grown over the years? I don't know. You're younger than I am, but back in the day, like, you know, fantasy football was like literally you pass out a sheet of paper, put your teams down, and then see what happens. <laughs> well, it's funny it's you say now. that. That's <laughs> it's the number one request across the board from our commissioners. So we own Run Your Pool and Office Football Pool as well. And every commissioner is saying, hey, guys, can you please handle my entries? I'm sick of the spreadsheets. I'm sick of like, you know, paying out in Venmo. So we finally listened to them, created Splash Sports. We handle all of the, what I call fuss of being a commissioner so that you can just play with your friends and, and earn cash. But yeah, it's amazing. It's come a long ways, right? I uh, previously was at points bet before this. So just seeing the uh, game of chance in the sports book and now like the uh, survivor and, and pick them contests and everything come to life. It, it's really fun for a sports fanatic. You're in there and engaged on a weekly basis. It's so cool. It gets everybody involved. And I think it really, that's a big reason why the NFL 
um, is you know one of the most popular sports, not just in the country but but in the world. So okay, so you've got um, uh, Survivor and 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 what's it? Pick X. Pick X. It's uh, pick them without the spreads. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how do people get involved? Yeah. Just go to splashsports.com. Uh, you go in there. You'll KYC. We got to make sure you are you, or no fraudsters are acting. Uh, you know, with bad intentions. Then you sign up, deposit a little money, and you can go to our contest lobby. And honestly, we got hundreds of games in there. Whether you want to go small, we got dollar entries. You want to go big, we got $500 entries with some big payouts. Uh, it's all up to you, but easy enough, splashsports.com. Sign up and get in there and have a little fun. All right. Can't wait to jump in. Kyle Christensen of Splash Sports. Hey, man, we appreciate it. And uh, we, I know you got more games coming up, so we'll talk to you later on this fall. Absolutely. Thanks, Larry. All right, let's continue the conversation now. Uh, Texas and Wrights uh, coming up here um, in uh, in game one and week one for both teams. Longhorns, again, favorite, as we mentioned earlier, top of the show, favorites to win the Big 12, first time since, since 2009. In their final year in the league, of course, as you know, they mentioned uh, they've already announced a couple of years ago this would be their final season in the Big 12 before they, along with Oklahoma, jump over to the SEC. This, if you have not been paying attention or you live in a cave without internet or whatever. Uh, this is all about the Monet. If you were a fav- fan of History of the World Part One, count De Monet. De Monet about the money, baby, um, because they're going to get a lot more money. Um, you know, seventy million a year or so uh, starting next year, and it's only going to go up from there in terms of media rights money. Um, you know, a little bit of a war of words. Actually, the Big Twelve Commissioner uh, came out right away and kind of said, "Hey, he's rooting against Texas this year." And the coach Steve Sarkeesian, Brad Sturdy, was not happy. He he took offense to that, and and I understand that. <laughs> yeah, you know he makes a great point. You know here we are talking, we're telling about the student athletes about sportsmanship, and then your commissioner goes out and basically tells one of the teams that I want you to beat this other team, um, just like you did last year. I mean this bizarre, and, and of course they the it had happened earlier. In the summer, I think it was when their deputy commissioner of the Big 12 made comments about this as well, you know, one about these teams and, and them leaving and so forth. So it, it's really, it's, I mean, I don't know. As, as Sark said, and I think he's right, it's not very professional. I mean, I get it. You're pandering to a crowd sometimes, um, but it's definitely not a, um, it's not a good thing to do. I don't really, you know, I don't like it. You know, I don't think it, you know, I don't mind when opposing teams talk smack. I think it's awesome. You got two teams going head to head. They're talking. That's great. Coaches going back and forth. Great. This guy, this guy's supposed to be the commissioner of the big 12 and the conference. (laughs) They're still in the big 12. I know they're leaving, but they're still in the big 12 right now. And I'm going to take the total opposite side. This this is somebody your mark is is actually just being honest. You know, so much so often we get people who are telling us, you know, things that aren't true. And he's upset because they almost, you know, Texas and Oklahoma almost buried his conference. And if it wasn't for the Pac-12 not figuring out how to do it, you know, trying to figure out how to mess up a TV contract, maybe the Big 12 would be going down the toilet. And so your mark is like, hey, you guys caused me problems. You guys are out the door. I hope you lose on your way out, which is what it seems like so many people kind of get mad about stuff and they want somebody to channel their inner anger and your mark is doing it. (laughs) 
Okay, but here's my question, though. This guy is also in charge of a conference that's supposed to be have a competitive balance. What if that? What if the director of officiating in their conference comes out and says that? I mean, this is the guy. This is the guy supposed to make sure that things are equitable. I, I mean, we're kind of we're we're pushing a line here when your conference leadership is saying that you want this team to beat that team, and we know it happens. Like we know, like I, you know, everybody in the Big Ten, you know, wants probably wants Michigan and Ohio state in that, you know, to be one of the, one of those two teams to be in the big 10 title game because the ratings are better. Right. I mean, you know, we all know that we've are, we've talked about in the past, but when you say it publicly, what does the, what's the long, what's the ramifications? I mean, could it, maybe an official is, is swayed. Maybe the big 10 uh, director of fishing. How do we know? How do we take this game? Now we're, we're talking about gambling, integrity, all these things. Where's the integrity? Yeah, I think your opinion and how you do your job are two different things. Um, you know, we all get into positions where we have to do things that, you know, it's part of the job. You have to deal with it. Um, I don't. I wouldn't advise somebody to say, "Well, I've got to do my job." I disagree with it, but I have to do it. It's a it's a tougher way to do your job. But I I think this reminds me a little bit of Hunter Dickinson who actually says what he thinks. And then the media is like, Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And then two days later, they're upset because it's like, well, this coach or this player just tells us I'm going to win. I'm just going to look at the next game. And we know they're not doing that. You know, it's there's, there's a degree of harmless, but I, I do think your mark is giving us an honest assessment of how he feels. And I think most people, if they were, in his position and had their conference almost belly up and, you know, they would realize, yeah, he's not going to, he's not going to be all happy. And I got to be honest with you, Sarkeesian, I think he probably realizes that, yeah, they don't, there's no love loss. And Sarkeesian's thinking about the SEC probably wants to kick everybody in the big 12 and, you know, on the way out just the same way. One thing to keep in mind, uh, Brett Yormark, who's the Big 12 commissioner, made these comments while speaking at a Red Raider Club luncheon in Lubbock, Texas Tech, which is the team that he was saying, hey, I'd like you to beat Texas when you guys meet uh, in, in, in November. By the way, Texas Tech, one of those five teams to beat Texas last year, and they beat them in Lubbock for the first time since 2008. Graham Harrell was a quarterback that back then. He's now offensive coordinator at Purdue. Um, that's how long ago this was. I mean, he's now he's now an offensive coordinator for a power five school. So, you know, he's also he was playing to the crowd as well. I mean, he's 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 in Lubbock. Um, the other thing he pointed out is that the Texas and Oklahoma initially were set to leave the Big 12 in July of 2025. And he mentioned, hey, we moved it up a year, um, you know, and so it again, it's some bad blood both ways. But but again, but I understand what what Brad is saying that, again, in terms of integrity, I get that you're in, you're playing to the crowd uh, right there, but every, but it's the internet age. And so at what point um, is this too much? I know, Mike, you made great points in terms of he's had to work extra hard to keep this league viable. And, and he's done that with a lot of negotiations in the last year. Um, and he's got the team set for the future. Um, but at some point, I, I can understand what Brad says. It's, it's an integrity thing. Well, and you also, and the thing that if it was just a one-off thing, I think it would be different too, but you have the deputy commissioner, Tim Weiser, who said at Big 12 Media Days that Texas would rather get beat by Alabama than Kansas State now. 
And yeah. so that's like this isn't so this isn't like a one time thing. This isn't just like one off cuff in a, in the swing. This is the entire organization, your leadership and your entire organization. Basically, you know, wanting one team to beat another team, which take from for me, how how far does it go? You know, I, I'm I like conspiracy theories. Maybe they're going to maybe maybe. I mean, we just said, didn't we? Did we just say that Texas lost? Five games all by a touchdown or less? Yeah. Well, I think I, I I wonder how different your Mark's feelings are than we would find with um, and I can never pronounce his name for the Pac twelve, uh, when he thinks of USC and Klavikov. Yeah, Klavikov, thank you. Wonder what he really thinks between about USC and UCLA. I would suspect I would suspect, but I can't prove that it, he feels the same way as your mark but he's been a little bit more um circumspect and been smart enough not to maybe say it out loud but to me i guess ultimately the defining thing will be the behaviors that we see out of them not the what they have to say but again i think it would be easier had they not said that as a coach, I don't think I would have responded to it either, though. I've been called a lot of names over the years, and by addressing the person who calls me the name, then I just create something bigger than what it was. But but, but this is great bulletin board material. Oh, that, it, it is, it is, I mean, and, and he's I'd using it perfectly. Up, I'd put yep. this up on my bulletin boards, be like, it's you against the world, Texas. Nobody likes you. You know, it, it, It's the first time in history that Texas and Oklahoma are cheering for each other. Yeah. And so um, this is, you know, so you, uh, but I'm having this posted everywhere. And, and so whoever wins, let's say if Texas or Oklahoma win the big 12 and then imagine this guy getting to give the big 12 championship to one of these coaches on that stage. He set I, himself I, up, hasn't he? He did. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be fun. It's must see television, the game. Oh, we don't care about the game. We want to see what happens after the game and, and you know the there's fun. a part of me that wonders that you know he your mark was smart enough to outperform the pac 12 is this just another facet of him doing that you know that he's going <laughs> to get that that on the way out people are going to go oh big 12 is a good conference look at you know look at all these <laughs> things going on and and then building for next year when he's texas and oklahoma oklahoma less which you talk about leaving a hole in your conference. That's Holy cow. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Well, what I loved was uh, his quote as he spoke at this luncheon again at, uh, in Lubbock, you know, you know, where Texas Tech's located, you know, he said, you know, um, talking to the coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin on Thanksgiving on that day. And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Um, so again, this game is in Austin this year, right? It's in, it's in the Longhorn stadium. <laughs> right. Um, Daryl K Royal and, uh, and he's going to be there in what essentially for him is enemy territory. And to your point, it's the big 12 commissioner it's supposed to be, you know, be neutral, at least, you know, publicly he's already made that, uh, he better walk in with an escort and make sure he's uh, under umbrella. So, uh, let's, you know, to no, protect him from the eggs and the food and the things that be thrown wear, at him, beer cans, whatever. Wear a mask. We'd go incognito. It'd be like one of those Mission Impossible scenes with Tom Cruise. Oh, pull off his mask. <laughs> well, you got to wonder, too. Like, what happens? What What would we see if there was a TV camera 
when when the two commissioners from the Pac-12 and the Big 12 bump into each other at some point. <laughs> and then if you throw in the Big 10 commissioner, would we have like a fatal three-way? Yeah. <laughs> you know, cuz cuz there's got to be some feel, you know, like the 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 Pac-12 is going to be like who do I dislike the most? The Big 10, well probably cuz they started it, but not real thrilled with the Big 12 either cuz they almost got UCLA. They turned down, didn't they turn down? You know, USC and UCLA a couple of years ago. There's a thought there was something earlier. Some some Yeah. Some yeah. Talk. I mean, so it, it's it's this whole dance of commissioners. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's just trying to get the, the focus off the fact that he screwed that up a couple of years ago. The the big big ten and SEC commissioners walk into any of those meetings and they look like Connor McGregor doing his walk, you know. <laughs> I was thinking more of the Vince McMahon as he walked Vince in. Vince McMahon struggling. No yeah, chance. I, th I thought about that one too. No chance. Yeah. <laughs> no chance at all. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, well, but again on the field, <clears throat> here we go. Texas and Oh, oh, is there a game? Yeah, always oh, yeah. have targets on their back, but even more so uh, in this one. Uh, hey, speaking of, we're going to talk about uh, Colorado TCU up next, among some other games to watch this weekend. You're listening to the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-448-0828. 800-448-0828. 800-448-0828. That's 800-448-0828. This ad furnished by Nesmet Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. All right, let's get right down to on the field and uh, let's pick a game. I'm going to take Colorado TCU. It's the Horn Frogs coming off that remarkable season uh, last year when they reached the college football playoff uh, winners of the Big 12. <clears throat> uh, and then Colorado, um, by the way, this is a, soon to be uh, a conference matchup. Colorado headed back to the Big 12 in 2024. The debut of Deion Sanders as a head coach. Two really good quarterbacks here. Look, Shadir Sanders, to say what you want at Jackson State, 70 touchdowns, only 14 interceptions. Um, but still, Colorado coming off, it is a total rebuild. Um, I've got to take TCU in this one. And uh, the Morris kid, who's the son of the former Arkansas head coach, Chandler Morris, I'm going to go with Sonny Dykes and uh, the Horn Frogs on this one, but let's watch and see what Dion does uh, with this team. If the Buffs can pull off a win in this game, 
the Dion hype train on ESPN goes into full overdrive. You heard it here first. Uh, it is going to be, I mean, ESPN, they will they will just set up a satellite studio in Boulder if Dion wins <laughs> this game. <laughs> they'll just, we'll just, it'll be, they'll have a new channel. Yeah. Yeah. The new Bay instead of the Ocho will be all prime. Yeah. ESPN, ES, prime. ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, and ESPN Dion. ESPN, yep. there you go. Yeah. ESPN Prime. All done. All done. Hey, I get. I'll, I'll pick a game here: North Carolina at South Carolina, the Battle of the Carolinas. Um, you know, it, it. This is an interesting matchup because you've got two quarterbacks, you know, um, it, for that are just dominant. You know, Rattler and uh, Mays, and they are guys who can, you know, make plays. I, I, North Carolina really coming off a, a disappointing finish last year, you know, losing their last four games essentially. So, um, they they've got to get, you know right the ship a little bit, but I think this is going to come down to which team plays better defense. Cause I think both teams can score um, and, and which defense can make plays. And, and if the defense scores, I think they get a chance to win. I'm going to pick, I still think, I don't know. I just am not sold yet on Spencer Rattler being consistent. So I'll take North Carolina to get this one on a field goal. Yeah. And I will take the, what I think is the game of the week, uh, LSU visiting Florida state uh, in Orlando. Uh, and and I will tell you what, I think this is going to be your classic heavyweight fight. I don't think this game is going to be more than, I don't know, three or four point difference. And I do think it's going to be the speed and viciousness of the LSU defense that's going to make the difference. I think LSU is going to uh, get the get the one additional stop that they need. And I think their ground game is good enough that they will... Uh, play a little bit of keep away and they, they come away with, like I said, three, four point victory. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, that was a must see game last year, LSU, oh. Florida state, uh, oh. and it ranked. <clears throat> and then they come back this year, both in the top 10, uh, definitely the game of the weekend. All right. Before we, uh, before we say goodbye, give me your upset pick, uh, upset pick of the weekend. Brad, you go first, man, this is a tough one. I don't really see any great upsets. So I'm going to pick, it's a mild upset. I think Florida state beats LSU. There's my upset. I'm going to go with what I think is the craziest upset. I think Northwestern is going to go on the road to Rutgers. Now, granted, they're not going to Ohio State. They're going to go on the road to Rutgers against a veteran coach with their team that is supposed to do nothing, and they are going to get a little bit of Dublin magic, and they are going to win that game. Look at you. Only victory of the season. Will anybody (laughs) actually know that that game happened? (laughs) <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how will we know how will we check <laughs> we'll check we'll check uh Kagley's, uh twitter feed he's gonna yeah because if i get this one right you're all hearing about it <laughs> yeah exactly <You'll laughs> well, i'm sure that's true <laughs> northwestern uh god bless them uh the team up there uh boy really uh try to come through it's been just a terrible summer for them in so many ways you know what I, Brad, I'm with you. I like Florida State, and I'm going to go on a limb and take South Carolina to 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 knock off North Carolina um, in a game there in Charlotte, neutral site. Uh, let's say Spencer Rattler uh, finds his you know his inner Todd Ellis, I guess I don't know, and he you know comes up with the Gamecocks and gets the big win. Uh, we will see. The great thing is college football is here because it's the holiday weekend. You've got games going all throughout the weekend. Um, even the Monday night game, number nine Clemson at Duke. Uh, that game as well on ESPN 
8 p.m. Eastern time start and Clemson uh, up by a uh, favor by a t- couple of touchdowns there. But the Tigers, all of a sudden, one of those teams as well, uh, trying to make some noise after they've been pretty quiet since Trevor Lawrence went on uh, to the NFL. Hey, we're all done here. We appreciate all of our guests that came by. Boy, it is a busy, busy weekend. And we are just getting started. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. Please be safe. And we'll see you right back here. uh, Same station, same time next week. Take care. The preceding program is a product of Rise Above Productions and Revision Sound. Join us next week for the latest edition of the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular.